0: and we're now joined by Springfield Convention and Bureau, uh Convention and Visitors Bureau chief easy Scott Dahl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Scott, good morning. <laughs> uh, the, not, not as easy as the time that you have uh, all you have to do is fill a 6 million dollar hole, Scott. Oh Piece of cake, right? Wow. Unbelievable. Good morning,
1: Chris. Yeah. Good morning, Greg. Good morning. Yeah, that's it. Uh, you know, just fill that gap that we have there. Um,
2: you know, like we're done. The All state right. state fair has been yeah, but it's, uh, wipe part your of... Fix that $6 million hole, and there you go. We're <laughs> yeah, right, we're done. Okay. Yeah. No, but this, I mean, it's huge. I mean, that's a, that's a significant amount of money, just from one 10-day event.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been a Springfield tradition since 1853. Uh, we've only had two other cancellations. It's, we count on it every year. We, we count on the 15,000 room nights that the state fair generates, uh, half a million people that visit the state fair. I mean... It's a it's a big loss for Springfield, Um, but you know we're we're looking ahead, we're looking forward. Uh, We have a great team at at the bureau. Uh, We've booked over eight thousand room nights in the last two months for twenty-one and beyond. So you know the future is bright for us.
2: So break this down for us a bit so we can better understand um, how this money um, and the and the figure that you um, you put out there. So um, the U of I had a study uh, several years ago, uh, I think like in 2013, that showed overall economic impact for the Springfield area was like $86 million just from the Illinois State Fair. So uh, how do you get to the, the $6 million in tax revenue uh, for the city of Springfield?
1: Well, we look at Smith Travel Research numbers, and we look uh, by day total. So we take the 10 days of the State Fair. We look at hotel occupancies, and that's really our our, our best way to gauge uh, the impact of Springfield. And so we take those, uh, the hotel occupancy, uh, add in the room nights, and um, then divide out a multiplier that's used by the Illinois Office of Tourism, uh, and that's where we arrive at the $6 million. Um, I can see the – uh, the uh, economic impact study and the 80 million i mean they've got about a half a million people that come through the state fair it's about 150 dollars per person you guys been to state fair i probably oh, yeah. spend at least that much oh yeah
2: <laughs> even right. just myself and my wife will spend a good uh easy 80 dollars i couldn't imagine what it is with uh, people who have kids two or more
1: but the six million is the direct impact to springfield not necessarily just to the state fair so uh you know that that's other things that's the indirect spending that's not only for the hotels but or dining and we know that you know, obviously it's the state fair and people are going to go out and get their corn dogs and uh get their elephant ears and what have you but uh you know they visit the lincoln sites they visit other attractions Knights action park so you know that's that that's that indirect uh spending that's delivered
2: right to springfield well and that and that goes to businesses restaurants uh like you said uh, not just on the fairgrounds that's all over town when people want to get off the fairgrounds to go grab a bite to eat somewhere else that's not on the fairgrounds uh That's that type of impact. We're talking with uh, Springfield Convention and Visitors Bureau Director Scott Dahl about the economic impact from the state fair being canceled. Six million dollars in revenue just to the Springfield City coffers uh, from that uh, from that lost uh, uh, event. Uh, But, Scott, you also tallied up uh, overall in the past three months. We've seen significant uh, negative impact on uh, uh, the economy here from cancellation of uh, all kinds of events. What would you guys find?
1: Yeah, it really shows. You know, we're we're a convention and a tourism city, uh, being the capital city. And unfortunately, you know, COVID over the last three months have, have impacted our, our convention side. We've had over 250 major conventions and events, you know, canceled in Springfield, represent about 40,000 room nights and about 30 million dollars in economic impact, just that we can account for through the bureau office. You know, there's more out there, um, you know, through individual hotels and events. So, yeah, I mean, I think this just underscores the value of of tourism in Springfield. I mean, we're a $460 million industry in Springfield and Sangamon County. Um, And, you know, we're looking at this year to lose half of that value.
2: Holy cow. Wow. And think about it. A quarter, one solid quarter of the year has essentially been held down. Uh, because of COVID-19 sure. restrictions.
0: And it's and it's easy to tally up here because, you know, it's not, it's not just the convention center. It's the the events that happen at the state fairgrounds, the right. horse shows, the things General like The General Assembly that, you
2: know, not being in session so for most of the spring. That's yeah. hundreds of people, their staff from all over the state coming and using hotel rooms and restaurants and bars and so on. Scott, um, there's been several ideas I've seen floated of giving like tax credits for travel or uh, those types of things, keeping it within the United States. How important is it going to be to attract people to Springfield when this uh, uh, concern over COVID-19 uh, lifts, when it fades away, when we get some kind of therapeutic or vaccine? How important is it that we uh, do everything possible to bring people back to Springfield that don't typically come to Springfield?
1: Well, we will certainly welcome the federal tax credits, the travel tax rate. Absolutely. We'll welcome that. And we do know that that the road trip is going to be king, uh, at least for the next 12 months. Uh, you know, people are going to look at get on the road. We've got a new original road trip page uh, going up on our website. Uh, I, we still believe there's some opportunity. Uh, if we can get our state historical sites open, the Presidential Museum, um, there's still an opportunity in, in July, August, September of this year uh, to put that messaging out there and get those people that are looking for that original road trip to stop in Springfield. But th- this year, we're not only focused in on overnight, really, the day trippers, uh, the stopovers uh, will be very important for us. Uh, but it's messaging. We message that you know we're in a perfect location. Uh, we are the state capital, the home of Lincoln, Route 66. Uh, so. You know, we're set up uh, for a travel rebound.
0: 2021, really optimistic. What are the, some of the things uh, coming on the horizon here for Springfield tourism-wise in 2021?
1: Well, we'll, we'll have uh, the American Legion will be back. We appreciate them. They've been here over 20 years. Uh, Mike Walton locally uh, is a great advocate for, for the uh, city of Springfield and, and the Bureau. Uh, the FFA will be, be back as well. Um We've got our American Truck Historical that we had booked for this year, over 2,000 historical trucks from all across the country. Uh, we're looking to push them uh, into 2022. Uh, so a lot of these larger conventions, these these large events that we had booked for this year, which, by the way, was set up to be a record year for us. We were really looking at that 60% mark. We've had that goal since 2018 to get the city to 60% occupancy, um, annualized, And uh, we were staring that down, but, you know, we're moving that to, uh, you know, 21 and beyond at this point.
2: What uh, kind of of out-of-the-box type of events are we talking about? Uh, When I was uh, chatting with uh, State Representative Mike Murphy, uh, he brought up that uh, horseshoe, (laughs) the World Horseshoe Competition uh, that came here a couple of years ago, and he said that that was huge. Uh, So are we looking at those types of things, too, where uh, we can kind of, you know, uh, bring a different type of mark to Springfield?
1: Yeah, we may take a, take a look at uh, the horseshoe, uh, the national horseshoe once again. Uh, that came to Springfield because we received a grant for the bid fee, and the bid fee is about $50,000. Uh, so it's rather high. Uh, that grant was not available, uh, so we we're unable to secure them in Springfield this go-around. But yeah, we may take a look at them. Uh, we have the Palomino World Championships uh, scheduled in Springfield this year, uh, looking to move them ahead. Uh, but, you know, w- you know, we'll continue our marketing. Uh, we know international is going to take a while to get back. You know, we had uh, visitors from 74 countries stop by our uh, visitor center uh, on the Old State capital Plaza last year. Uh, we know that's going to take a while. Convention, well, we said from day one uh, that we need to return to being a convention city. That's been one of our core values, and we'll continue to, to move that route. And then r- Route 66 as well. Uh, we'll continue to develop Route 66. Uh, including gate two at the fairgrounds, which, uh, you know, we'll announce uh, down the road here.
2: Well, and I imagine to the fair, uh, you know, we were talking about that earlier with the cancellation and the impact to the local economy, uh, let alone the Springfield city coffers from the tax revenue. Uh, you've got races uh, that typically happen around that time, uh, even motorcycle races and horse racing and so on. Uh, so all that stuff's up in the air as well. Uh, Scott Dahl, the Springfield um, Visitors Bureau, uh, the director, uh it, what about, what's going on with the Y block? <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm sure i sure I don't think you have that necessarily, that folder pulled out in front of you. But what's the latest there? Um, and, and given what we've seen in the past, uh, you know, three months, um, out the importance of outdoor gatherings, uh, or at least the importance of having uh, events where they can be held outside, where people can socially distance, have we, have we any movement on what that block means for Springfield and what it could possibly mean for tourism in Springfield.
1: Well, I, I'll leave the, uh, the movement up to the mayor and the city council and, and certainly the state. I know they're looking at many options there. Um, but I mean, it can be a stopover for, especially for our group tours. Uh, you know, it, when we're looking at our, the Lincoln home and the bicentennial Plaza and going through the uh, the governor's mansion and then connected to the Dana-Thomas house. It, it does connect a circle for us, uh, moving to the state capitol and then back to the old state capitol. Uh, it does complete a circle for us. So uh, we would like to see some green space there for sure. Um, but, you know, as far as the... The finalized plans, I'll leave that to the city.
2: But what about, I mean, is there, you don't have to necessarily show all the cards here, but um, is there talk about maybe making like an outdoor amphitheater of sorts there where we can hold, like, because we did do the uh, the um, um, uh, Lemon Amp uh, concert series, which yeah. was huge. I mean, that, that turned out to be great. And I would imagine that if there were a little bit more kind of uh, permanent type of facilities there uh, to allow for outdoor live music. Uh, it could it could be another draw uh, to bring in more conventions. Is that is that part of the equation here?
1: I would love to see a small amphitheater uh, on the Y Block. I, I think if you combine that with the mixed use, uh, it's been very successful in Decatur. Uh, Sherman's been very successful with with their uh, amphitheaters they have there. So, yeah, I would I would love to see something of that nature where we could have people gather. We know it's been successful. Uh, DSI and the and the Levitt uh, series has been very very successful. So. Just one more reason to, uh, you know, draw people not only from the immediate downtown, but, you know, just south. Uh, and, and experience, uh, you know, the
2: governor's mansion area as
0: well. Well, exactly. I mean, I think that every kind, every time we put a concert or anything downtown, it always gets a huge crowd. It never fails. You know, I mean, it's a really amazing. Well,
2: instead of blocking the streets, you could have uh, a mass number of people on that block. Uh, and yeah. and like I said, I mean, if there's a convention in town, you know, on a nice summer night, uh, maybe not this summer, uh, but you know, next summer, <laughs> um, you know, on a nice summer night, if there's a if there's a convention in town or a couple of conventions in town, and they've got an outdoor uh, music venue where you know regionally known act or even a large act comes through it could uh, could help sell having the convention in Springfield just uh, just you know a little idea thrown out there in the mix.
0: Hey, listen, Scott, thanks for your time. We really appreciate it. Anything you need from us, you let us know. Okay.
2: As well,
1: thanks, guys. All right, thanks. Right, Talk to
0: you later, Scott Dahl with the Springfield Convention and Visitors Bureau.